Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. We offer a number of ways to help you with your journey here at Anxiety Coaches Podcast, and I hope you will take advantage of everything that we offer. Be sure to subscribe to this twice-a-week podcast. I'd also suggest visiting our website where you can sign up for our newsletter, you can listen to the 10-minute body scan meditation, and check out the group and one-on-one coaching options, along with the resources and more information on anxiety. Go to anxietycoachespodcast.com and check all that out today. In today's episode, we're talking about understanding body and mind healing speeds. The body and the mind heal at different speeds. We cannot expect our body to just do what our mind has thought about just in this exact moment. And in a lot of ways, that's good. (laughs) And in a lot of ways, it frustrates us and it has us thinking that we're going to go on with this forever. So let's get talking. Let's see how we can let our body catch up. And by, by beginning, by understanding, our body and mind has different healing speeds. We come to realize that it's our mind that is causing us to have the stress hormone cascade that causes us so much discomfort. And this is a huge revelation when we have this. Um, to, to actually be able to understand that that physical feeling that you're having that has frightened you or that ruminating thought that's going, that is scaring you, that these things are there because you are stuck in the higher stress mode. You are there and you may not be in a stressful situation, but you are at your threshold of, of stress. And so our mind and body go to these different places. Often it is um, felt through the body. Sometimes it's through the mind with the thoughts. And so we can, when we finally get this revelation, I can remember for myself, it was being able to understand that the morning, the feeling that I was having in the morning wasn't something wrong with me or, or it wasn't a signal that all kinds of things were bad were going to be happening, that this was just a feeling I got in the morning. Now, at that time, when I was coming to understand more about it, I didn't know that that was because of my cortisol being high. And that was just a normal thing at waking up. But I knew that I'd been having this and nothing ever happened. It was just a feeling that came in the morning and then it eventually went away. But earlier on, I would get that feeling and mine was started in my gut and it would be like it would rise up and then it would overtake my whole body and I'd go, I would lay in that bed and go, oh no, here we go again. And what did that do? That just kept me in the struggle. It kept me in that fear, adrenaline fear 
cycle. It kept going around. So when I finally learned that I had been feeling that and that it, nothing ever really happened, it wasn't really a bad day or my body didn't give out on me or it was just a discomfort. I didn't know what it was. It was uncomfortable, but it was, it was there and I knew I was going to be okay. That was a revelation. That's when the light bulb goes off and we can begin to see that after this happens, that we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be afraid of the feelings. And so when you get past that, you can often have a feeling of, oh no, now I'm getting a new doubt. Oh no, now I'm getting a new fear. And what is this one? This is, why have I not gotten better yet? Why have I not gotten better yet? We get stuck in that next because we're, we have some, uh, understanding of what's happening. And we're actually, I, I didn't know really what it was. I just knew I was okay. And then we can have that where we're understanding it. And so then we pass, we go along with that. Some time passes and we get this feeling of, it's like almost like getting a backlash of doubt and fear. And we go, why am I not better yet? Why have not other things changed yet? And one of the biggest questions that I hear when I'm working with people is how long will this take? Now, this is an understandable question. I mean, who doesn't want to know how long it's going to take, right? It's an understandable question as when we finally realize that we don't have to suffer like this anymore, that this is not something uh, organically wrong with us. When we understand that, we realize we don't have to suffer like this anymore. We're more than ready to have all of these sensations, symptoms, thoughts, and ruminations vanish for good, and we want it to vanish right now. One of anxiety's little but very painful hooks is this question, how long will it take? This doubt sets us up to continue scanning the horizon for any signs that we're possibly still hooked by anxiety. We keep looking for it. We're, we're checking, looking, we start out some new habits and behaviors that are also actually anxious behaviors. But because they're new, we kind of keep doing them. We got to watch out for this because we want to let ourselves know it doesn't matter how long it takes. I'm in the process of healing. Doubt questioning and scanning that horizon, looking for all of the possibilities and where we might be stuck so that we can un quickly untie it and be fine. These are these kind of behaviors and uh, they're the opposite end of the spectrum from acceptance and floating. And not, and they're certainly not letting time pass. These are the things that we have to be doing. Can you hear the wisdom of Claire Weeks in that? Face it, accept it, flow, and let time pass. So clearing anxiety panic is not a matter of intellectual understanding. If it, if it was only about understanding intellectually, you all would be fine. You all already get it. 
there is a misconception that once we understand something, that we have it. And I know you hear me talk about that here a lot. We we understand it intellectually. We get it in our head. We've done the reading, but our body is just not there. We talked about this in uh, other podcasts where we're, the body has to do what it has to do in order to heal. And it's not on the same timetable as our mind, when we have made up our mind and have an intellectual understanding of something, it doesn't mean the body is in lockstep with us. Before I continue on with understanding the body and mind's healing speeds, I want to take a moment out to give a big shout out to Ned, our sponsor of today's show. We really appreciate Ned being with the show because we're a nice We're a nice combo. They are really trying to heal the world with nature, with products that are, 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 are good for your body, your mind and your soul. And I'm telling you, I am loving their products. I am seeing great results with people from using the Ned products. Ned's collection of full-spectrum hemp oil contains CBD that's extracted from the finest organic hemp plants, and it's all grown with love right there in Colorado. I'm telling you that these are great products, and I did my homework. I have had a lot of companies want to work with us uh, along these lines, and um, I held out, and I held out, and I'm glad I did because I got to team up with Ned. I love their products. And again, they use a slow, gentle extraction method. It's all done at ambient room temperature, and that means it's neither high heat or high pressure, and it doesn't compromise the profile of the hemp flower or its cannabinoid or terpene content. They have no synthetic ingredients, and that's super duper important to me. And I want because I want you guys to only be having stuff that is really good for you and natural. I don't want any odd stuff in there that could be harming you. So I'm telling you, I love it. And what are other people loving it for? They're using it as a sleep aid to treat insomnia, as an anti-inflammatory, as a natural pain reliever, to treat anxiety and PTSD and depression, and as a rich source of natural antioxidants. Of course, Ned products do not get you high. The full spectrum hemp uh, from Ned is a major non-psychotropic, which means it will not get you high. Ned is a real representation of passion for feeling better and living better through simple means and a deep connection to the natural world. And that is so near and dear to my heart. We really can make a difference in this world through simple, deep connections with the natural world. So I hope you guys will go over and check Ned out. Thank you, Ned, so much for supporting the show. Everyone listening can get 15% off today with free shipping by going to www.helloned.com slash ACP. That's www.helloned.com slash ACP. And use the promo code ACP. The link will be in the show notes. So let's get back now to understanding the body and the mind and their different healing speeds. 
we have to accept the feelings and the sensations and the symptoms that we have, and we have to learn to float along with them. We talked about that in the last show also, because it's so important, and I get a lot of questions about floating, uh, and, and I think it's a tough one to get, so I want you to practice it as much as you can. As a matter of fact, right now, um, before I continue, why don't you see where you can let go? Where can you let go? What can you let go of? Even when I said that, I felt myself drop down a little bit. We need these kinds of triggers for ourselves, these good triggers, so we can do that when we take a nice breath. And then when we exhale, when the exhale, let everything drop down. Let your shoulders drop down. Let your belly relax so that when you take your next inhale, it poofs out a little bit. That's getting everything working just the way that it should. And let your even your eyes and your face relax. We hold a lot of tension in our face along with our shoulders and neck and jaw. So many places. So see if you can just right now let something go. One breath in and then on that exhale, let something relax. Do this as often as you can. And do it when you are floating, when you are acknowledging your feeling or your sensation, pain even, and the emotion, the ruminating thought, the scary thought. You know you're safe. Register that. Notice the thought, the sensation. Register it and then let go. We're going to float. So as you learn to float along with the feelings and sensations, we can let the body begin to catch up with our acknowledgement that we know we're okay and that this all will pass. But we give the body a boost by letting it have the time it needs to catch up. A change in our attitude is vital, and it's just as important as the willingness to let the body catch up. So we have to be willing to let the body catch up and change our attitude about it. We don't want to be angry with ourselves for not being perfect right now or perfect ever, but let go of the timeline for your body catching up. We've been... um you know, when you have anxiety panic, you've been in a physical state of high alert, burning through your stress hormones and forcing your amygdala to be on all day, day in and day out for however long. And for some of you, that's been a really long time. It was a really long time for me. And we cannot expect our bodies to snap to simply because intellectually we get it. Consider if you were out of shape, like let's just consider an out of shape person who's um, all of a sudden had this great idea. They've been reading about health. They've been reading about exercise and diet, and they have a light bulb moment of how much better they probably will feel and how much their mind and body will love it if they can get into shape. So, they're, uh, they really, they get it. But this body does not really care that there has been a light bulb moment. It will only respond 
in time to a new healthy regime that is taken one step at a time, one foot in front of the other. And the very same holds true for clearing anxiety panic. So what can you guys do um, to, to help work on this, right? We always have to do something um, to, to keep us. These are not tools to do because it's a formula. If you do this one and this one and this one, you'll be okay in 10 days. I wish it worked like that, but it doesn't. These are only ideas to help you to get to the place where you are actually doing all of the facing the accepting, the floating and letting time pass, actually in a place of acceptance. It takes little nudgings. And so that's what these are, what we're talking about here. I'm trying to nudge you along the path a little bit. So why don't you try this? The next time you feel like you're getting um, doubtful about your healing path, or you get that feeling that, or that thought that I always had, like, oh no, it's still here, or oh no, here we go again. Or when you have the need to scan the horizon, looking for any possible pitfalls, because you, you're getting um, nervous now and you want to be able to watch out for any potential uh, problems out there. So when you are looking for these signs of sensations of difficulty, remind yourself that you're in training. Just like when we talked about the, the uh, person who wanted to get into shape, tell you, remind yourself that you are in training and that your body will catch up and that you are willing to love it along the way, no matter how long it takes. This is really important. You are going to love your body along the way and your mind because I know a lot of this uh, change has got to happen in the mind too with the thinking and the thoughts. But those changes will happen because a lot of that is our brain is part of our body and those changes happen as we build all the new connections, both in our body, which includes our brain and our mind gets the message that all is okay. So no matter how long it takes, you are going to love it yourself along the way. This is true acceptance. I look forward to hearing from you. If you have a question for the show, please send it in. You can also leave a voicemail on the uh, website, anxietycoachespodcast.com, or you can send an email, anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. I look forward to those. That's it for today's episode. And before I read today's quote, I want to put out a personal invitation to those of you who would like to take your healing and your clearing of your anxiety panic to another level. If you are not someone who wants to join a group coaching program, you may be interested in joining in with me on coaching one-on-one. You can learn more about that at the website, anxietycoachespodcast.com and go to the one-on-one coaching page. Feel free to send me an email anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com with coaching in the subject. And I'll be sure to get back with you and we'll take it from there. No need to have this drag on forever. And now for today's quote. 
I will love the light, for it shows me the way. Yet I will endure the darkness, for it shows me the stars. And that's from Og Mandino. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 